I'm Christina May, the online pastor at World Harvest Church in Enid, Oklahoma. You're about to hear a spirit-filled message from our pastor. So grab your Bible, and if you're a coffee lover like me, grab a cup of coffee and get ready for a personal word that God has for you today. Well, good morning, World Harvest Church. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's good to see your smiling faces today. Hey, this week we continue in an awesome series that, that uh, we dove into last week if you're with us. Again, welcome online family. It's so great to have you guys. And we continue with this series called Real Voices. Now, how many of us know God has given each of us a voice? Yeah, he has. And the, the one thing the enemy would love to do is to shut you up. I don't know how else to say it. The one thing he would love to do is to silence your voice and prevent you from walking in what the word of God tells you you can. In Revelations 12, 11, it says this, that by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony, you have overcome. You've overcome what? It didn't give conditions on it. It just said you've overcome, right? So in this series, in this Real Voices series, we are truly honored to be able to hear from members just like you. During this, time, this month, we're hearing from our family members of the testimonies of what God's done in their life and what they continue to do. And the one thing I want to ask you is this, because you always know I leave you with homework, right? Yeah, some of you hate me for that, but that's okay. I always leave you with homework, and I'd ask you this. If you were to come up here on this platform, what is it that your testimony would be? What is it that God would be sharing through you in your life that other people need to hear? And I say that for this reason, that oftentimes the blessing that other people are looking for comes out of your obedience to share it. So today we are truly honored to be able to have a continuation of our, uh, our members who are sharing their testimonies in the series Real Voices. And the first up is our new to our online, uh, online family. Uh, it's your online pastor, Christina May, um, who has been with us for a while now. Uh, not only is she an online pastor, she does so much in, in the creative uh, side of church as well. She's been married four years to her husband, Matt, who's an instructor pilot in the Air Force. And Christina has such a passion for serving in the church, whether it's preaching, worship leading, creative design, and connecting to the Harvest family online in every capacity. Growing up as a missionary kid, she developed a love of, of different cultures uh, from people from Australia, New Zealand, Italy, India, and searches for any way to be able to share God's love through the messages that he gives. She holds not only two ministry degrees from two different colleges, but also served and has led worship for over seven years, preached on platforms all over the world. And her core passion is that everyone around would love, would not only feel and see the love of Jesus, but see the faith of the journey of Jesus in her life. Welcome to the platform with me, please, Pastor Christina May. Harvest family, I am so excited to be with you this morning. My name is Christina May, and I just, at the very beginning, I wanted to stop and thank our lead pastors over here. What you guys don't see behind the scenes is that they ask the tough questions, and they are working to just be humble enough to say, how can we lay truth over what our world is going through and what our family and our congregation is going through? And they just love you guys. That's the heartbeat of who they are, is they love you guys, and they want you to feel seen and loved and accepted here at church. So let's just give our lead pastors here a round of applause. So humble and gracious. I love them to bits. At the very beginning of our time together, I just ask that you guys would stop and close your eyes for a minute. Just close your eyes for a second. And I want you to picture yourself on a beach somewhere. 
maybe that's Florida, California, Mexico, Maldives, Jamaica, Australia, New Zealand, Greece, wherever it is in your mind. Just picture yourself on a beach somewhere. And I want you to feel the sand between your toes. And I want you to hear the waves crashing on the seashore. And I want you to feel the sun on your face and a slight breeze roll over your skin and you hear the palm trees in the background. And I want you to inhale and exhale. What is that feeling that comes on your exhale? Okay, so I've lost a portion of our congregation this morning. I'm really sorry for those of you who don't like the beach or can't picture yourself there. So um, for those of you I've lost, I want you to picture yourself at a family barbecue. And I want you to smell the smells that are coming off of that barbecue. Maybe it's chicken or hamburgers and hot dogs, steak, pork chops. Maybe you are somebody that has a smoker going or a fire pit in your backyard. I want you to smell those smells. And I want you to hear your family as they're laughing, talking, if you're anything like my family, mock yelling at each other. And I want you to smell the fresh cut grass and feel a pleasant spring breeze as it rolls in. What is that feeling that comes after you inhale and exhale? Peace, rest, contentment, nothingness as your brain has nothing to think about other than this present moment that you're in. I want you to open your eyes and I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time that you felt those feelings of true and complete rest? And I'm not just talking about catching a game with your friends or sitting on the couch with your spouse after a long day watching a show. I'm talking about true and complete and total peace and rest. If you can't answer me here this morning, then I'm going to challenge you with the fact that you have a rest problem. You have a rest problem. Before you get mad and throw stones and say you're just another 20-something up there advocating for mental health days, I'm going to challenge you with the fact that rest is a biblical principle. It's a biblical principle, one from the very beginning of Scripture that Jesus set up, but rest is something that we have lost in our culture today. We've lost it because we've become so busy doing so busy running around, so busy trying to create to-do lists and check off items that we've lost the ability to just be in a present moment with our spouse, with our family, on vacation. We've lost that ability. And so this morning, I'd ask that you'd open your Bibles up to Mark 6, because this is a particular passage of scripture where Jesus puts the priority on rest. If you don't have your Bibles, that's okay. You can follow along with me on the back screen, World Harvest Family Online. You can follow along. It's going to be at the very bottom of the screen. But Mark 6.30 says, The apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry tour and told him all that they had done and taught. Then Jesus said, Let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. So they left by boat for a quiet place where they could be alone. This particular passage of scripture drops us off as the disciples had just been on what the Bible calls a ministry tour, where they had been preaching to great multitudes, they had been healing the sick, they had been speaking life to lifeless places and hope to hopeless places, they had been casting out demons and performing miracles and literally giving everything that they had to those that they had come into contact with. 
And so now they've come back and they're telling Jesus a full report of everything that had happened. And what did Jesus do? He said, okay, it's time that we're gonna stop. We're gonna go away to a quiet place and rest a while. See, Jesus didn't say, okay, guys, good job. So proud of you, well done. Now I want you to go speak to this big group of people. He didn't say that. He also didn't say, okay, guys, good job. So proud of you, two thumbs up. Let's keep this momentum going. And I want you to go do this next big thing and this next big thing and this next big thing. We're just gonna keep going, keep the momentum hype. He didn't say that. You know what he said? Because you've done all this stuff, it's now time that we stop and we rest. See, Jesus knew that because the disciples had just given everything they had, that it was now time to stop, to go away to a quiet place where they could simply fellowship together and refresh their hearts, their minds, and their souls. David Guzek, he's a famous blue letter Bible commentary writer. He wrote, Jesus knew the importance of hard work better than anyone did. In John 9, 4, he said, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work at the same time. He knew that we can only be most effective at work when we also take time to rest. The Hebrew word for rest is muich, which means to rest, to be quiet, is sometimes synonymous with Shabbat, which means to cease or to rest. And the Greek word for rest has a meaning of secession and refreshment. And our 21st dictionary defines rest as refreshing ease or inactivity after exertion of labor. Free from worry, tranquil, to stop, to halt, and to stand still. Can I ask you this morning, have you really rested? Have you actually halted, relieved yourself of weariness and truly taken time to just be quiet? Because if we combine all of these definitions together, then true biblical rest is when you have ceased from labor, gotten to a tranquil place where we can simply be quiet and refresh our souls. And I don't want you guys to miss that this morning. If you forget everything else I say, then I hope you remember this, that true biblical rest is when you have ceased from labor, when you've stopped working, when you've taken time to stand still and gotten to a tranquil place, a quiet place, a place of no distractions so that you can quiet your heart, quiet your mind and just refresh your soul. How's your rest? Working hard is important. I don't want any of you sitting in this place this morning thinking that I'm saying that hard work isn't. That's not true. But what I am saying is that hard work without rest is costing you something. It's costing you something. See, when you work hard and you don't rest, then it's toxic to your soul. See, hard work when we have a busy, hurried heart, then it's costing us our ability to truly be in the moment with our spouse, to hear their hearts, to hear their desires, to hear their frustration, to hear what's going on in their day. A hurried heart is costing us the ability to be in a present moment with our kids, to dream and explore with them. I mean, and to listen to their stories that have no point and no ending. Hard work is costing us relationship with our friends because we don't take the time to check in on them on more than just a surface level. 
Hard work is costing you your creativity because you are so focused on hurrying up this task so you can get to the next task that you don't just take time to stop, to create, to explore, to dream. A hurried mindset is costing you true productivity because guess what? You're so focused on hurrying this project up so you can get to this project, so you can get to this project, so you can get to this project and check everything off your list. And a hurried mindset is costing you your stability. Because when you're so hurried, when you're so busy, then any time that a trauma, a disappointment, a hurt, a frustration happens in your life, you'll just shove it down and you'll shove it down and you'll keep going and you'll say things like, I don't have time to deal with that. I don't have time to process that. I don't have time to feel out what's happened and you just shove it down, but you forget to realize all that stuff is still sitting on the inside of you still sitting there. Hurried mindset, being busy is costing you something. And so this morning, as we wrap up our time together, I want to give you three easy ways where you can truly rest based off this passage of scripture. And the first part is that Jesus said, let us go off by ourselves. To go off means to leave the present situation, the present stress, the present maxed out to-do list. See, in order to truly rest, you have to take yourself out of your busy schedule for a little while. You have to halt the hurried mindset that's going on. In order to truly rest, you have to silence anything that could distract you. Pre-COVID, my husband and I, we had this, I guess you could say practice, where every couple of months we were going on a long weekend trip somewhere. Whether it was Tulsa, Wichita, Kansas City, Lake of the Ozarks, St. Louis, somewhere. We would just take a long weekend and we would go somewhere. And we would be really intentional to turn off our phones and to silence notifications. And we would tell those around us, hey, we're not going to respond because we're going to be gone for a little bit. And as we were in the car driving away, we would be very intentional to say, this time is for rest and our marriage, and that's it. We would just take time to rest. Some of you might be sitting here this morning going, Christina, I don't have finances for that. I can't go on a trip. That's just not a good idea because I can barely pay my bills right now. Oh, okay, I get that. That's fine. I know what living on a budget is. That I get that. But you know what you can do? You could road trip up to the lake and sit on the shores for a little bit. You could go hiking. You could go to the park. Heck, you could even sit in your backyard for a little bit. But the important thing that I'm encouraging you to do is you need to take yourself out of your busy schedule for a minute so that you can be quiet which is the second part, is that Jesus said, let us go off by ourselves to a quiet place. A quiet place. And see, a quiet place is so important when it comes to rest because it's really hard to quiet your heart and your mind when everything is so loud around you, right? Like it's hard to quiet your soul and to really just sit and to refresh your soul when your phone is constantly going off every five seconds with an email that needs a response or a text message that needs to be dealt with or a to-do item that needs to be checked off, right? It's really hard to be quiet when there's so many things demanding your attention. 
But see, the quiet part is so key to being able to just stop for a second. And so that's why I I would encourage you that when you take time to rest, turn off your phone. Silence the notifications. Don't schedule a meeting. Don't have a to-do list. Just give yourself permission to just stop, to get out, and to be quiet so that you can rest. Which is the final part, is that Jesus said, let us go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. To rest. To cease work or labor. To get away to a tranquil, quiet place so that you can simply stand still and refresh your soul. Rest a while. And see, my favorite part of this whole verse is at the very beginning when it said, Jesus said, let's, let us, let's. Because work, sorry, because rest is so important when we get away with Jesus. Because you know what happens when we take time to stop and to rest and to go away with Jesus? We can hear him better. We have fresh vision and perspective for our life. We're more content. We have the ability to know who we are in Christ. We're more stable. We're at peace. We maybe don't have all of the answers to our 101 problems that goes on in our life, but when we come out of times of rest, we're able to say, I don't know how, but I know who. And you want to know the best part is that when you take time to rest with Jesus, you may not have all the answers, but you're going to come out of that rest time being able to have some answers, some vision, some hope, some way forward, because you've taken time to stop and rest a while. How's your ability to rest? How's your ability to stop for a minute? Are you running around tired, depleted, exhausted, tapped out, stretched, stretched thin, on the edge, about to have a breakdown? If that's you, can I ask you, what do you need to change? You need to do different so you can give your time, yourself some time of rest. And if I'm going to be completely honest, <laughs> I'm preaching this message to myself just as much as I'm preaching it to you. Because I have a chronic problem of being busy. I will max out my schedule with things to do and I will ignore the thing on the inside of me telling me it's time to stop. Because if I'm being brutally honest, being busy was easier than dealing with the trauma and the brokenness and the hurt on the inside of me. What I've learned through this time (laughs) where society has literally put us on hold is that it's better to stop and to rest with Jesus. It's better to stop, to take stock of my heart and my mind and my emotions, to rest and to be in the present moment with my husband. Because I'm going to be honest and say my marriage is stronger. I'm a better wife when I've taken time to rest. My friendships are deeper when I have taken time to rest. My creativity capacity is bigger when I've taken time to rest. My stability and being able to handle the disappointments and the hurts of life is better when I've taken time to rest. How's your ability to rest? 
And if you're sitting here this morning going, Christina, it's not great. I don't remember the last time I've had that moment. What do you need to do differently? What do you need to change in your life so that you can have those moments of rest? Holy Spirit, I just ask you to come into this place, to be so present, God, to alert hearts and minds to what you are talking about this morning. And God, I pray that you would remind our souls daily of the importance of rest, a biblical principle you've set up from the beginning of time. God, would you help us to remind ourselves that it is okay to stop for a little while? And God, any distractions that could pull us out of those rest times, would you help us to silence them? God, may we, may we walk out these doors different this morning than when we walked in. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Thanks again for listening. We hope that this message inspires, challenges, and fuels you up to take a real Jesus to a real world. If you'd like to connect with us in any way, please go to harvestinit.com connect. Or if you'd like to learn more about us as a church, please go and check us out at harvestinit.com. We can't wait to share another message with you next week.